Today's episode of the Finding Light podcast is sponsored by David Pollard at Raymond James Partners Financial Group, which specializes in helping families and businesses manage their investments so that they can spend their time where it matters most. And Tillman Eye Center, which serves Carrollton, Georgia, with a wide range of optometry services in a professional and comfortable environment with staff who care. Hey everybody, and welcome to the Finding Light podcast, where we talk about finding light and happiness despite the dark circumstances we may be facing. I'm your host, speaker and author, Sarah Claudia Tillman, joined by my lovely co-host, Erica Rivers. Hey, hey. As always, we're going to start off by talking about the best things that happened to us this week, no matter how big or how small. And mine is actually something I've been enjoying for several weeks now. I recently got a new Braille display. And for those of you who don't know what that is, I'm going to do my best to explain it. But if you're still confused, just go Google it because it's really cool. But basically, it's a device that has refreshable Braille. So it has a row of these Braille cells that have little pins that pop up and down so you can read Braille and you can press a button to go to the next line of Braille. And it's really cool because you can connect it to your phone or your laptop through Bluetooth and read everything on your phone or computer in Braille. But what I've been enjoying most about it is that I can actually download electronic Braille books onto it and I can sit and read. So it kind of turns into a Braille Kindle in a way. So I've been loving just sitting on my front porch and reading and have nothing talking to me, just enjoying the birds chirping. And I know that sounds like a really little thing, but it's something I haven't really been able to do since I lost my sight. So I've been loving it. And the library has really been helping with that too, right? Yeah. So I signed up for, um, through the National Library of Congress, people with visual impairments can get free books. So they can get free Braille books, free audio books, or e-Braille books. So I signed up for that and I can download these books onto my computer And then download them onto my Braille display. It was definitely a learning curve. Um, My mom and Seth helped me out a lot figuring it out. So it's it's been really cool, though. Yeah, but that's awesome. It gives you that sense of independence. Just something small is actually Mm -hmm. really big. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. Well, my best thing is that I actually just got back from our first retreat with our new youth group. So that was really, really fun. It was just a really chill weekend. We were outside in 80 degrees. We kayaked, we hammocked, ate my body weight some cookies, <laughs> and really just got to know the kids because they don't really know us yet. And it was just such a big blessing, and I miss it already. Yes, that's so good to hear that y'all are settling in. For those of you yeah. who maybe missed the one of the last podcasts, Erica's moved and is settling yeah. into her new home and new church. But I'm glad that y'all are getting to bond with the kids and, um, you know, just disciple them and, and minister yeah. to them. So that's great. Well, thank you. Um, I actually fit right in with the freshman girls. We were singing <laughs> high school musical. I was thought oh. they know it. We were doing that. We're all in this. <laughs> and all the adults thought I was one of the kids. And then <laughs> one of the parents actually asked Jackson, Jackson, does your wife have her learner's permit yet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, we're not as old as we think if they know high school musical. No, no I, I was shocked. But apparently we're not that old. We're kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Or they were making fun of you and you just didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. They were even singing Justin Bieber. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, I was blown away. (laughs) Anyway, today's Bible verse actually comes from our guest, who we'll be introducing in just a moment. But it can be found in Romans 12, 1 through 2. It says, And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God, because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. That is so good. I know that was long, but y'all will understand in a little bit why that is our guest's favorite verse because it really fits in with the theme of today's podcast. So today's guest is Gina Anderson. She is the author of the book, The Well Woman, A Journey to Wellness Through Loving Jesus, which investigates the idea of wellness from a Christian perspective. Gina is a nurse practitioner, Bible teacher, and wellness blogger. She has a passion for helping others to be well. She proudly holds the title of wife, mom, and the world's most average crossfitter. Gina loves writing, reading, traveling, and brownies, but she's working on that last one, though. She lives in Hudo, Texas with her husband and two children. All right, Gina, I'm so excited to have you on the show today and to talk more about your book, which I got a little sneak peek of, and it's wonderful. But I think that your profession, your job, was really your main inspiration of writing about wellness. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that and how all of that came to be? Yeah, absolutely. And so... First of all, thank you so much for having me on and allowing me to talk about the book. Um, And I do, I do, I do write about wellness and, and I believe it's a big part of my purpose in life. And the book is called The Well Woman. And the, the reason that I became inspired to write that book is because I'm a nurse. Um, I've been a nurse for many years, but a couple of years, a few years ago, I became a nurse practitioner. And through my profession, and also through leading women's Bible study and, and working with women in women's ministry, I just saw this huge need for women to be well in, in so many ways, whether you're talking about with physical health, spiritual health, um, mental health, you know, in all kinds of ways. And for, for me, as a healthcare provider, I really want to help people, empower people to be well and not just to be free from illness and, you know, treat the illnesses as they come up. I want to, I want to be able to help them to, to be well and to truly experience wellness. And, and I just saw this huge need for people to do that. And also in the amount of time that I have to spend with patients, how limited I was to be able to help them and, there's just so many things that I, I can't give them in a small amount of time that I see them. And so that is what inspired me to write the book, just, just seeing this big need and wanting to be able to help people to, to meet it and fulfill that, but not, you know, not being able to do it in my, in my profession, in my everyday job, at least not as well as I'd like to. So this, this book um, was in part a gift to the people that I take care of just to be able to fulfill those things and help them to just truly take hold of wellness. Well, I like that distinction that you made that it's not just curing illness, but being well. And I think that 
will lead into maybe you giving us a definition of what exactly wellness is. Absolutely. And I, I'm so glad you asked that question because it can mean different things to different people. And sometimes it's a, it's a little unclear. And, and so when I think of wellness, when I talk about wellness, what it means to me is not, not just we hear, we hear the phrase a lot, living your best life. Um, and I, I, I think that that, to me, conjures up images of, you know, being on a beach, you know, how, living your dream kind of thing. But to me, wellness is living well, the life that God has given us. And I think that we do that by taking what we've got, you know, where, wherever that is. It doesn't mean you have to be perfectly healthy in every way, but you take what you've got and we allow God to use it to our benefit and his glory. And I, I think that just living well, the life that God has given us is truly what wellness is to me. I love that. And that, that is definitely very different from what society shows us about wellness. And that perfectly leads into one of my favorite parts of the little snippet of your book that I got. And that was when you talked about judging a book by its cover and how a lot of times we see people on the outside, you know, like you said, living their best life, um, posting pictures on Instagram, wherever it is. And you just see that person and you think, oh, they've got it all together. Whereas in reality, they could be completely broken and shattered on the inside. And you talked about how wellness really starts inside of us. So can you kind of expand on that a little bit? Yes, absolutely. And I did kind of confess in my book that I, I judge books by their covers. You know, I, when I'm looking at a book, that's the first thing that we see. And so I, I decide or I have to resist the temptation to decide right away by how it looks, if it's something that's going to interest me. And you're absolutely right. Like the the Instagram photos, you know, we can, it's so easy to look at someone else's life and think, man, she has it all together. And, you know, you know what's going on in your life, in your mind, in your heart. And, and you you feel like you're a mess and maybe you're the only one. And the reality is we, we all have stuff. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. And we, so we all are a work in progress. And, and, you know, the, the images that we see on social media or even that just people portray, portray in their everyday lives are probably not a full representation of their actual life and what's going on inside of them. And so I just related that to wellness, that it, it inspires the outside, certainly. You know, if, we're, if we are well on the inside, you know, we've got our, our heart right and our mind right and our soul in the right place. Certainly, it's going to inspire the outside um, in most cases and help us to look better to the world. But there are certainly a lot of instances where we can kind of fake it, you know, and we can we can appear to be what the world would call well, you know, um, and and look the part, but we can absolutely be a mess on the inside. And so that's why with the book, I really started with with the inside first with um what's going on inside, what's, what's our motivation, what's, um, what, what about our relation, what, in what place is our heart in, what about our relationship with the Lord? And um, so, yeah, it's, I, I think the temptation there, and one of the reasons that I bring that up, and I'm glad you brought it up, the temptation there is to see what's going on in someone else's life and think, you know, wow, I could, I could never be like that, or I wish I was like that. And the reality is we just don't know what's going on in someone in someone else's life. We never do. 
Um, and we all have things that we're working on. So yeah, so it's a process that I think starts from the inside out. Yeah, definitely. And it reminds me of it in my Bible study right now, we're going through uh, Galatians where it talks about fruit of the spirit. And one of the biggest things we talked about was, you know, you can either live by the flesh or live by the spirit. And a lot of times people think, you know, those things are invisible. People can't see, you know, what I'm doing at, at home in private. But if you're living by the flesh on the inside, that's going to start to kind of seep out into your behavior and vice versa. If you're living by the spirit, that'll start showing in your actions and how you treat people. So I think judging a book by its cover is such a good thing to talk about in society and, and get it out in the open and also for comparison like you ended with that's that's such a thing that people struggle with today is seeing these pictures and just comparing their lives and not only can the other people you know be inhibited by that thinking oh they're fine I don't need to check on them but it can also start to seep into your life thinking oh they've got it all together and what do I have so it really hurts it hurts us all but you, you talk about in your book being a well woman and the attributes of that. So can you talk us through kind of that and that description? Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting that you're studying Galatians. I'm studying Ephesians with my Bible study group right now. And so some of the same things, uh, same themes that Paul writes about, but also looking at it a different way that I'm, I'm enjoying it. I love I love all of the books that he's written to, mm -hmm. to those churches. They're such an encouragement to us today. Um, so the, the attributes of a well woman. The, I wrote this description in the book, and I won't read the, the whole thing, but, but to me, if, so we talk about what wellness is, but before we jump into pursuing that, I think it's important to understand the concept. And when we say a well woman, and first of all, that if, if you didn't pick up on it, the, the name of the book, The Well Woman, really came from my profession. And when you, a woman goes in for her annual physical, we call it our, her well woman. And, you know, that was what I was talking about, that we don't, that I'm not able to give them in that 20-minute appointment or 30-minute appointment, you know, the true key to wellness. And so I wrote a description of, of a well woman, what her attributes and qualities are. And so I'll just talk about highlight a few of those. And so I think for for starters, the well woman knows the love of the Lord and she has a wholehearted love for him back. And because she knows that love of the Lord and God loves her so much, she chooses also to love herself. So there's a lot of there's a lot of love in that love for the Lord, um, accepting of God's love for her. And in knowing how much she's loved, that that she needs to also love herself. And she's also flawed, and so she's not she's not perfect. But she gives what makes her well is that she gives those flaws to the Lord. And so she's forgiven and she's covered by the righteousness of God for her sins, so that she has joy regardless of what her circumstances are. And she, she is made through God to be beautiful to behold. And, you know, when I say flawed, I'm thinking of either sin or suffering, you know, the things that this life brings that are, that are hard for us. So just because you're saying that you're well, it doesn't mean wellness doesn't require perfection. 
but it just requires a submission of our sin, our suffering, whatever it is, to the Lord. And so, so she does that. And she's purposeful. That's another quality. She's purposeful, and she lives a life of purpose. I think that purpose is so important to wellness because a, a soul that is not living purposefully will never be fulfilled. We'll always be searching for that purpose that God created them for. So she's purposeful. Um, she actively seeks to care for herself. So I talk about that love of yourself. A, a woman who's well, a well woman, actively seeks to take care of herself physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, in, in every way. And it, again, it's not that she does all of that perfectly, but she seeks it. She has daily habits and chooses to pursue health for herself because she knows the love of the Lord and she loves herself. And then I think the last major attribute that I talk about in the book is gratitude. She's grateful. She's grateful for the gift um, that God has given her. She's grateful for the gift of today and for the knowledge of who she is and who she is. And, and I think that that's important because, again, our society, you've mentioned that a couple of times, and, and I've absolutely seen that, and that's a lot of what I talk about in the book, that the world would tell us that in order to be healthy, in order to be well, we have to look a certain way, we have to, um, you know, be a certain way, we can't have certain struggles or issues, and the reality is that God meets us wherever we are right now, and that I, I think he has purpose and special plans for each one of us right now, not like tomorrow or next month when we're better, you know, mm-hmm. from whatever we're struggling with right now, but like right now. So I think it's so important to just be grateful for today, for the gift of today, and for just simply the knowledge that you're God and that you know who you are, that your identity is in Him. Mm-hmm. And those are kind of the major attributes that I talk about, the major attributes of the well woman. Yeah, well, I love all of those. I think they're all so important. But the idea of God meeting us where we are, even in the midst of those flaws, even in the midst of us being unwell, is such a big thing. And it reminds me of my story um, a little bit, my journey to becoming well. You know, after I lost my sight, I was put on a lot of medication, uh, steroids, all sorts of stuff. I gained a lot of weight. And I just wasn't healthy. It was the weight gain along with me being so sedentary after losing my sight. I just didn't know how to move and be active anymore. So it took me about 50 pounds before I realized, okay, I got to make a change. I got to do something. And that was the start of my journey to become well. But even when those pounds started shedding off, I still noticed myself struggling. And that realization that, you know, becoming physically healthy isn't all that I needed kind of ties into what you said about it being so multifaceted. It's more than just the physical side. It's the emotional side and the mental side and the spiritual side. And the best thing I did in searching for wellness was coming back to the Lord and growing that relationship with Him. 
This segment of the Finding Light podcast is sponsored by Ashley Burgess Photography. Ashley has been a photographer in the West Georgia area since 2014. She specializes in weddings, elopements, and couples, but she also loves working with seniors and individuals for portraits. No matter the subject in front of the camera, Ashley's goal is to create warm, dreamy images that capture the emotions of all of your precious moments. Visit the sponsors tab at sarahclaudia.com for more information about Ashley Burgess photography. So what would you say is the first step to becoming well? Is it that relationship with Christ and, and how does that play a role in it? Yes, absolutely. So the you could answer this multiple ways, but what I start with in, in my book in the beginning after describing the well woman is talking about motivation. And I, I think that that is the first step because here's why I say this. In long story short, I see a lot of people who they want to be healthier and they want to be more well. And let's say they want to, like you were talking about, they want to lose weight. They, they want to work on whatever it is that they want to work on. And they know that they need to, but they don't give a lot of thought to why, you know, to what their motivation is. Why, why do you want to, to be well? Why do you want to pursue that? And so what happens is they, they try and they start pursuing whatever it is, weight loss, you know, um, eating healthier, exercising, or it could be any variety of things, but they have a hard time sticking with it. I mean, that's why everyone has these New Year's resolutions that we don't, you know, that within the first month or two, we've already forgotten about. And so I think it's important in the beginning, if we're going to talk about becoming well, being well, that we think about our motivation. And so when, when I share in the book um, a, a, an experience that I had in my life, a hard time that I had in my life, and definitely what you're talking about, you know, what, what you went through, um, I think all of us have gone through hard things. We all have our own stories. All of us have gone through hard things. But for me, I, I went through a really hard time in my life, and I'll just briefly share. So basically, my marriage at the time was really struggling and rocky and our finances were in bad shape because we were, our marriage was rocky and we weren't um, communicating like we should. And I also had a brand new job that was keeping me very busy, two little kids and was actually going back to graduate school at night. And so I was busy. Um, My life, you know, kind of felt like it was unraveling and falling apart and life was very hard for me at that time. And then on top of that, we found out that my mother-in-law had cancer and she had, she eventually came to live with us and we took care of her and she did eventually pass away. And just that whole time was so hard. And when she came to live with us, you know, not only are we dealing with the grief of knowing that she's sick and she's going to die, but on top of that, I'm just like, we, we can't handle this right now. Like if this was coming on at another time, we would be a lot more equipped, but like, Lord, why are you doing this to us now? You know, we're struggling. I'm, I'm telling this to God, you know, I'm, you know what we're going through and we can't handle this now. And I, I remember specifically telling God, this is the last thing that we need right now. And so we went through that time and she did, she did pass away. I survived, but it was just, it was a really hard time. 
But in the middle of it, God just met me there. He met my family there and he provided for us in ways that are, are only explained by, by God's grace, you know, by him um, acting on our behalf. Like things just happened. People showed up at the right time with the right thing that we needed to help us. Um, I had a coworker that I, at my new job that I met that was able to connect us with the right doctor to help my mother-in-law. I mean, just things, things that are totally unexplainable, except that God was there and he was taking care of us. And so Deuteronomy 6, 5 says that we're to love God with all our heart, soul, and strength. And before that time in my life, I didn't really know what that meant. You know, I, I didn't know what it meant to have this wholehearted love for the Lord. And then he showed up for me and he actually took that time that was I thought was going to be the two by four that broke the already broken camel's back. And he used that time to actually heal my marriage. And so we came out of it, you know, it's stronger as a couple and with a marriage that was healed and was ready to move forward. And, you know, so I'm not saying that, that I'm glad that all of that happened, but I am saying that when you go through those dark times, those difficult times, that's when you're able to see God's light the best. And, and so God really showed up for me. And that's where I really found my motivation because then I, for the first time really in my life, I felt God's love specifically for me because he walked with me and I depended on him entirely during that time. And so that grew my love for him. And I had this then wholehearted love for him. And so that wholehearted, just head over heels in love with the Lord motivation is what I carried forward into my life. And so that then became my motivation for everything that I do, whether you're talking about it's my own health or, or, you know, taking care of my family, my kids, what kind of friend I am. And there are certainly days that I still struggle that I forget that that's my motivation and I have to go back to it, you know, but, um, but I, that's where I found my motivation. And so if anyone's listening and they're thinking, you know, I want to be well, I, I do, I want wellness, but I'm not sure that I have a love like that, that you're describing for the Lord. What I would say is that that's okay, that you just take whatever you have. You know, some people have been through hard times and they're angry with the Lord. And um, some people like I was before this time, maybe, you know, the Lord and you love him but you're not sure that, that it's quite at that level. And I talk about that in the book. So wherever you are, you will get no judgment from me because I've probably been at that place. But I would say whatever you've got, whether it's a lukewarm love, a wholehearted love, anger and frustration, whatever it is, you just take it to the Lord and you tell him that you want to be well and that you want, you know, you want him to help you. And you submit it to the Lord and he will grow it. Like he's, he's not going to turn anyone away. And he, I think that he wants us to live this life well. And he created us to be the creation that he made us to be um, and to do good works. And like that, some of that is, we talked about a Galatians and Ephesians and some of that is talked about there. And, and so that's where it starts for me is really looking at your motivation. Why, why do you want to be well? Why do you want to pursue the health and wellness goals that you have? And getting 
a good grasp on your motivation before you even start. Yeah, I think that, I mean, it kind of gives you a a roadmap for moving forward. You're not going to be able to reach those goals if you don't even know why you're doing it in the first place. But I also think, like you said, starting with God is so important because honestly, he's the one who's going to be able to give us that strength and that endurance and that drive to keep going, whether it's, you know, starting with a relationship with Christ and then having him give us the strength to meet those physical goals or starting with God and him giving us the courage to reach out to a counselor if, if we're needing emotional help to be well, whatever it is, it It's going to have to come from him. And, you know, I think that leads perfectly into how we always close the podcast, which is talking about the pieces of light. And those are really just the blessings or the positive takeaways that we get from a dark situation. And for me, it in my journey to being well, it was that relationship with Christ that I started with. So what would you say, you know, when people are on this journey, they're in a dark situation and they're trying to be well, what's a piece of light that they can get out of that dark situation? And I think you kind of already answered it, but we'll let you reiterate because it's important. (laughs) Yeah, I did kind of sneak it in there, didn't I? So I think what I experienced is that it is in the darkness that we are best able to see the light that God is. Mm -hmm. And so for me, um, I think in during dark times, I can say that they allowed me to see the goodness of God and the greatness of God in a way that I wouldn't have without them. So while someone is is in a dark time, is in a challenging time, I'm not necessarily going, I don't think it's helpful to, you know, at at that time, tell them, you know, you're, you're going to be thankful for this one day (laughs) that you, that you endured this, you know, not maybe that it happened, but that you, that God brought you through it because of what you learned, I don't think I would say that at the time, but if you're in a dark time right now, I would say this is your opportunity Mm -hmm. to look to God, to look to God and see what he's doing. Because I promise you he's there and, and he's, he's working on your behalf. And if you're in a dark place, like he's the only place the light's going to come from. And so that's, that was what I learned is that the dark times are sometimes our best opportunity to experience God. Yes. Just and like, it's hard to hear that at the time. Yeah. Just like know, in but, James, but, it says, but, you know, when you face trials of any kind, consider it an opportunity for great joy. And that's so important. Like you said, you don't have to be thankful for the hard thing you're going through, but you can be thankful for how God uses it and how he works within it. And I think that's so important for people to hear and to really try to grasp. So why don't we close out with you giving us the title of your book again and tell all of our listeners how you can go get it. Because I know after this, hearing you talk and explain what it really is to be well, they're going to be just itching to read what else you have to say. Awesome. Yes, I would love to. So you, the book is called The Well Woman, A Journey to Wellness Through Loving Jesus. And so exactly what you were saying is it starts with, with loving the Lord. And you can find it on Amazon. And you can find me on Instagram at wellwoman.blog. And then um, I also have 
a website or a blog that you can it's linked to. I have a link tree in my on my Instagram. So basically, Instagram is the easiest way at wellwoman.blog, or um, you can find me online. My blog is well-woman-book.com. And so those are the those are the best places to find me. But I do I do have a an email subscription and send out encouraging things as well as tangible resources. For me, I always when when I write and and in this book, I'm always shooting for inspiration, information, and practical application. So you know my my whole goal for anyone getting this book is not only to be inspired to be well but to have the information to do it and also some next steps. Like, you know, what can I do right now to pursue wellness? And so that's what I hope and pray that this book is for women. Oh, thank you so much for sharing, Gina, and for being here with us today. I know it was definitely a blessing for me. I know it's going to be a blessing for our listeners. And I know that your book is going to be a blessing for a lot of people. So thank you so much. No, thank you so much. This is this is a great time. And thank you for what you do. I'm so inspired by your story. And, and same to you. I know that I know that you're helping many, uh, including me. And, and I just thank you for putting your story out there. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Wow, what a great interview. And I'm so excited to get to read the rest of Gina's book. Erica, what did you think? Yes, that was so encouraging, first off. But I just loved her attitude on health and wellness. And I've read a little bit of the book, and I can't wait to go deeper into it. Because I love hearing her thoughts on this topic. Because our world and our society, we put a lot of emphasis on what we can do, what we can eat and drink, how to exercise and all the little things that we can do for our wellness. But really, we've been putting God in a box, especially me. And I love that she brings God into the conversation, and it's overall wellness. It's not just putting them all in separate boxes, but it's doing it all together. Yeah, and really the whole time we were talking, I was thinking back to her favorite Bible verse that we started the Mm -hmm. episode with. And because you hear all the time, in our society, my body, my body. But that yeah. verse reminds us it's it's not our body. It's God's. Mm-hmm. And the yes. only way to truly be well, whether it's physical or mental or emotional, you know, whatever it is, is to give it back to God and to recognize, you know, I'm his creation. Exactly. And remembering all that he has done for us. Yeah. Our bodies is given to him, but we are supposed to steward them. So of course we should treat them with kindness by what we put into them and if we exercise, but ultimately just God's body. Yeah. So much good That's information good. in that, mm-hmm. in that interview. And I'm excited to see what the rest of her book will hold, but yes, thank you. you guys so much for listening as always. And remember to go follow me over at sarahclaudia.com. Sign up for my email list for all mm-hmm. sorts of announcements and also head over to Sarah Claudia Ministries on Facebook and Instagram and follow me there as well. Yes. And please, if you haven't already, feel free to leave us a five-star written review because we'd love to hear from y'all and let us know what you want to hear in the future because we'd love to bring that to y'all. And as always, we pray that y'all will continue to find light regardless of your circumstances. See y'all next time.